You're not alone. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and today we're going to jump on the bandwagon, but a little bit differently than... Um, I'm like I'm assuming that you've already listened to the other pod mainstream podcasts out there, uh, Fly Better, Gold Squadron, things like that, and they've done their faction rankings for LVO. And being that we are coming into LVO, I just wanted to kind of tag along uh, and do my own take on uh, factions for LVO. But before we do that, it's time for List Building with Joe. We're going to continue this week with a love for the First Order. And uh, this is a list that I, I uh, had been trying to make work for a while, but I, I couldn't figure out how to do it. And believe it or not, my uh, Jank Tank list actually kind of helped me get that. And before I go any further, shout out to my uh, previous Jank Tank opponents. Um, you guys were awesome and made the games fun. But here is the list. It is Kylo Ren in the TIE VN Silencer with Extreme Maneuvers. And flanked by him are Grudge with two Sinar Jameis test pilots. All of them have bomblet generators. The Sinar Jameis... Test pilots have advanced proton torpedoes, and Grudge has threat tracers. All of this comes in at 200 points even. And I will tell you, if you haven't flown Grudge with some type of either bomblets or clusters or something like that, you need to put him on the table because he's better than you think. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. AMG Rules Forum. This topic is Skilled Bombardier and rear car Rigged Cargo Chute. OP. When I have a ship equipped with rig Rigged Cargo Chute, Illicit, and Skilled Bombardier Gunner, can I use a two-speed template to drop the cargo debris? Essentially, I am asking whether cargo debris is a device object or just a drop droppable obstacle and outside of the Skilled Bombardier ability. Answer. No. The loose cargo that rig cargo chute instructs you to drop is an obstacle and not a device. Next question. Marksmanship versus Deadeye Shop. Hey, if a ship has both marksmanship... Sorry, OP. If a ship has both marksmanship and Deadeye Shot and is firing at a ship in its bullseye arc, can the player convert a hit to a crit marksmanship, then convert the crit back to a hit Deadeye Shot? Thanks. Answer. Yes. When modifying dice, a player can resolve the abilities in the order of their choosing. Linked action into multiple linked actions. OP. The upcoming TIE Whisper can roll or boost into a rotate on its pilot card. Enhanced Jamming Suite also allows a linked roll or boost into jam. Let's say it equips that, then does a boost. Can it then link that boost into both a rotate and then a jam? Or does a link only enter the queue once and you have to choose which option to link into? Thank you. Answer. No. From the rules reference under linked action. 
After a ship performs an action with a linked action, if the player wants to resolve the linked action, it is added to the ability queue. If it has multiple actions linked from the same starting action, i.e. focus to barrel roll and focus to evade, it can only it can choose only one linked action to add to the queue. Next one, definition of in-arc requirement for abilities like Kyle and Sam. OP. So, one, does the in-arc requirement extend to mobile arcs or primary arcs only? Two, does the in-arc require it to be within range three or closer, or simply the extension of that arc? Specifically asking about Zam's recharge. Answer. Yes, both mobile and primary arcs count for abilities that check if something is an arc, and these arcs extend to range three if the weapon in if the weapon in using that arc does not. For example, if Drea Renthral, scum in the BTL A4 Y Wing, is equipped with dorsal turret, she can use her ability on the ships at range one to three in her turret arc as well as ships in her front arc. Next one, Reinforced Timing, OP. Does the effect of Reinforced take place after all the charges to dice are made and damage is about to go through or before that? Meaning, as I believe it to be, a ship must be about to suffer at least two damage for it is not mitigated by Reinforce. Answer, yes. From the rules reference, Reinforce. During the neutralized result step, if the attack would hit and there is more than one hit or critical result remaining, one evade result is added to cancel one result. The neutralized result step is step four of an attack and happens after both attack and defense dice have been modified, steps two and three of the attack. All right, last question that we're going to read for this particular segment, Django versus the Ada 2. OP, how does Django Fett's ability work when the Ada 2 performs a purple talent roll? Is it considered a more difficult maneuver since you pay a cost to perform? Answer, yes. For abilities that compare difficulty, pur purple maneuvers are considered more difficult than non-purple maneuvers and the same difficulty as other purple maneuvers. Okay, so I said I was going to do something a little bit different, uh, but still talking about LVL prep. And what I wanted to do is focus on list building and what lists I would consider bringing for each faction um, based on what's been good in the past, what synergies kind of work, and all of that stuff. So if you don't want to listen to these lists, thank you for listening and <laughs> enjoy the rest of your time. Uh, if you do, uh, let me know what you think at the end of the episode. So, with that said, we'll start with the Rebels, and I call this list Rebel Accord, and it's essentially Rebel Action Efficiency. And what you do is you run Lando Calrissian with Agile Gunner, 9-Num, in K2SO, Ahsoka in the A-Wing with Extreme Maneuvers and Prockets, and you know who likes extra actions? Nora Wexley in the BTLA4 Y-Wing and you give her dorsal turret, advanced proton torpedoes, and the R4 astromech. And all these extra actions are going to allow dorsal or allow Nora to hit harder. If you do this right and get Nora out in front, it's going to be difficult for them to take out Nora because she gets the extra ability. It's going to be a pain in the butt to take out Lando uh, 
because he's going to be kating around, giving extra maneuvers, and Ahsoka is kind of your in-game ace. All right, next Rebel list. I call this one for efficiency, and it's my take on Heratani, and I think it has some legs. So you start with Hera in the B-Wing, you give her fire control and tractor beam along with her stabilized S foils. Then you give then you pair her with Garvindreus with composure, Jake Farrell with Predator, Crackshot, and Proton Rockets, and Dutch with Hopeful, Dorsal Turret, and Proton Torpedoes. And what you have here is you have kind of a puzzle that uh, your opponent has to try to figure out. Uh, if they go after Hera then Dutch is going to be putting his Proton Torpedoes in, and Garvin and Jake are going to be messing with that. If you go after Dutch, then Hera is going to make her life difficult with Garvin and Jake. And it just it doesn't, doesn't make it easy to do it, because you've got so many different abilities or different ways to pass tokens about, and Dutch handing out extra target locks, which could potentially... Uh, well, should always go to Hera. Hera can use her fire control system and then spin the lock, uh, fire off a tractor beam possibly, and make everything else hit harder. So it, I don't know, I, I just like it. And I, I think this version of Heratani has some legs. Next, we'll move on to the Empire. And I know that everyone's concerned about road. So what if I told you you didn't have to worry about it? Now, how are you going to do that? Well, you're going to bring out all of Empire's I-6s. You're going to start with Sunter Fell. You're going to give him Shield Upgrade and Predator. Then you're going to add Sienna Re and give her the same upgrades, Predator and Shield Upgrade. And then you're going to follow up with Darth Vader, who's going to be running Hate, Fire Control Systems, and Afterburners. And by the way, this is Darth Vader in the TIE X-1. Now this next version, and I've heard a lot about TIE, Vader and the Defender and four TIE Fighters. Yes, it fits. And as a correction to fly better, it's Vader and four, not Vader and five. That doesn't fit. But what if you could run Vader with a mini swarm, but have it pack a little bit more of punch? How do you do that? Well, you drop Vader down to the X1, you give him hate, you give him fire control, and you give him afterburners. And then to pair with them, you're still running those four Academy TIE Fighters. But here's where it gets interesting. You, know, you pack a little extra punch. You add a sensitive control Alpha Squadron Interceptor pilot. Now you've got Vader with five ships. And, uh, man, that doesn't sound like something that I want to face. Now the funny thing about that list is that's only 199 points. So you're giving your opponent one point. But honestly, who cares? because this thing is going to hit like a truck. All right, next we'll move on to Scum. And for this, I decided to go with, uh, with an Alpha, because I think Scum can do an Alpha quite well. So for this, you're running Dangar and the Jumpmaster. You're giving him cut Cutthroat, Proton Torpedoes, L3, Weapon System Officer, Contraband Cybernetics, and Hull Upgrade. Pairing with Dengar, you're going to run a Fearless Fen Rao in the Fang Fighter. And then rounding out the list, you're going to run Genesis Red with Elusive and Proton Torpedoes. 
And essentially, you've got your opponents have to decide whether they want to take out Genesis before Genesis gets a chance to fire off those proton torpedoes, but then leaving Dengar and Fenrau up. Having Dengar with proton torpedoes and weapon systems officer means that he's he doesn't have to fear spending that target lock on those proton torpedoes because he's going to get it back. Now, given that's kind of a lot of points to spend for something that you're only going to get two uses out of, but that's where that cutthroat comes in. Because, honestly, in this list, I picture Dengar going down first, but if someone gets their target priority off, then cutthroat reloading one of Dengar's proton torpedoes is going to be huge. Very big. The other thing that you could do is instead of running elusive on Genesis Red is you could put another version of Cutthroat on there. And that basically you're kind of setting up your opponent, well, go ahead, kill Dengar. You'll just give Genesis another proton torpedo that you'll have to worry about later. So something to think about. All right. Moving on to the next scum list, and I kind of like the, the idea of swarms. And you know what? Kind of this list just made me laugh. And I, I think it could potentially be very deadly. So what you do is you start out with six, that's right, six of the Mining Guild Surveyors, all of them with Marg Sabal Closure because they're going to be ignoring the asteroids anyway, so why not debuff your opponents as you're doing that? And you know what would make that even even worse is if you add mucks in there with Moldy Crow and Tobias Beckett. Now you're getting the say on four obstacles. You're bringing the biggest rocks you can because you're going to be flying your TIE Fighters through them because you're ignoring them anyway. Mux is going to be there to drop someone down to zero, and then they have to deal with potentially six incoming shots, which they're going to be strained for multiple of. That sounds gross. All right, next we're moving on to the resistance, and uh, you've heard me talk about this list before, but I think it's a good solid resistance list and definitely worth trying out. And that's Jess Pava with just integrated S-foils, C-3PO Rose, so Rose Kiko with C-3PO, Lega Fossing with Ion Cannon Turret, um, a New Republic Patrol Y-Wing, that's the I-3, with Ion Cannon Turret and Engine Upgrade, and you know what? So there's there's two different ways that you can do this, and I'll, I'll, I'll go through the first list, and then you can, then I'll mention a change. Then, Closing out the list, you have Zari Bangle in the A-Wing with Intimidation. Now, if you wanted to and make Lega uh, work even better, is you can put that, uh, you can switch out Intimidation on Zari, just run Zari clean, and um, give Lega that engine upgrade as well. Now, Lega's ability is while you perform a primary or turret attack, you may reroll one attack die for each friendly device or calculating ship in the attack arc. So Rose is going to be calculating um, that New Republic Patrol is probably going to be calculating. Um, Lega could be calculating if you run it that way. So that's three ships. That's quite a bit of rerolls, kind of like a built-in target lock. 
Jess has a built-in target lock with all the abilities running around. Rose essentially has a built-in target lock. And then you have Zari just kind of flying around being a nuisance. So all of that, I think, kind of really works out to the best of your, or the best ability. Now the other thing that you can do if you don't want to do the engine upgrade because you want to fly in a block and you want to keep them um, short is you can switch out that engine upgrade for targeting computer on both of those and then you have uh, even more of those built-in double mods which I think is just a jousting nightmare. Alright. Now, the other resistance list that I wanted to uh, talk about was a, kind of my version of Ray Wings. And it might not be as powerful, but, um, you know, I think it's still something to be worried about. So, you're going to start off with Ray's normal co-pilots, uh, ZZ and Tally. You're going to give them both heroic and advanced optics. And then you're going to run Ray with just the title. So this is a really light ray. So what are you going to do with that extra 38 points? Well, you're going to run Jarek Jaeger with Intimidation and the X-23 Tracers. So now with Jaeger, he can come out starting in the back, fire off those Tracer missiles, give everyone a lock, and then the next turn Slam in, you have an I-5 slam with Intimidation. How annoying is that? And then these other ships can hit hard. And if they burn down Ray, you still have three ships left. And Yarrick is still going to be able to buff ZZ and Tally. We already know how good Heroic and Advanced Optics A-Wings are. So I think this list just, just is going to be good. All right, we're going to move in the first order, and um, I'm only going to talk about one list for the first order because you already know the other two that I'm that I'm bringing, uh, and that's back to that list building with Joe list. That Kylo with Grudge and two Sinars running th basically three bomblets, two advanced protons, and the tracer missiles on the board with the the silencer Kylo, it's just, it's going to hit like a truck. And um, you're going to have to work to burn down the ships. And you're going to throw those two bombers, the farmers that aren't Grudge, in the front. So they have to decide, do they try to take out Grudge and mitigate that bomb damage that can come in? Or are they going to deal with potentially two advanced proton torpedoes? That could be pretty gross. All right. Next, we've got two factions left. We're going to go ahead and start with the Republic. And um, this is another 199-point list, and it's another AAA squad. But honestly, um, having flown against... Uh, a stealth device, Anakin Skywalker, I thought this would be the ultimate triple ace list for Republic. So what do you get? You get, and these are, you're running three eight of twos. All of them are going to have Brilliant Evasion, Predator, 
and stealth device. Then Anakin and Obi-Wan are going to have the R5 astromech, and then you're going to run Ayla Secura, and she's going to have Chopper. Because you want to get her in close. Anyway, that jam is going to be gross. Then, with Ayla's ability, because she's going to be in close, and for those that don't know, which is while an enemy ship in your front arc at range 0 to 1 performs an attack, the defender may change one blank result to a focused result. So now you're giving all of that extra that extra ability to potentially any one of them, and they're all running stealth device, so they're going to have that extra green dice, and it's essentially force economy with brilliant evasion. So I, I think as far as triple A list goes, if if I had to fly one, this would be the one that I'm flying. All right, the next is going to be my take on Plo's Bros. And it's going to be a little different than you're thinking. So it's not Plo in the uh, Delta 7. It's Plo on Warthog with Threat Tracers, Ghost Company, Clone Commander Cody, and Hull Upgrade. And then flying alongside Warthog with Plo is four Nimbus-class V-Wings, all of them Shadow Squadron Escorts, all of them with the Alpha 3-esque configuration, all of them with R4 Astromech, and three of them with Dedicated. Now you have Warthog's ability in play. You've got uh, four ships that are fast, can get around quickly, and aren't going to get initiative killed. And a beefy Warthog with Plo Koon who can just help with those abilities. Alright. One faction left, two more lists. So we'll start off with, um, I like to call this one General Foro Fett, and you start with Django Fett with Thermal Detonators, False Transponder Codes, Hole Upgrade, and the Slave One title. And flanking Django are DBS 404 with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Connor Nets, Afterburners, and Landing Struts, and General Grievous with Outmaneuver, Impervium Plating, and Solus One. So yeah, you can burn down 404. You might get one shot off, but really that's all you need. And even if he doesn't get one shot off, you still have to deal with Grievous and Django. Then the last list that I wanted to talk about, if you're uh, for CIS, is the, the standard Sea Swarm. So Seer with uh, TA-175, the Pinata Droid, and Solus-1. Then... Four, or I'm sorry, six Separatist stones, three of them with Discord missiles. Um, it's it's a pretty easy, efficient list. You've got seven ships. You've got Seer's ability, most likely, working with all of those pinatas, all of those arcs, basically all that free crack shot. And uh, I, I still think this is a, a viable list. All right, well, that'll do it for this episode. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please consider leaving a review however you consume it. It really means a lot to me. Don't forget, this month we're giving away a lat. In order to get access to that giveaway, please consider becoming a patron. 
Um, in addition to the monthly giveaway, you'll be getting tokens. If you see me at LVO, which I uh, will be there, I'm going to have a bunch of salt mine swag with me. Hit me up and I'll be happy to give you some. As always, I like to end every episode with a question. And this week's question is, which list do you think is the most competitive? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.